Hey, funky listeners, welcome back to Funk Radio, the most funk radioist podcast you're listening to right now. <laughs> this is what happens when I try to do the intro. <laughs> no, it was pretty good. <laughs> this, this is your host, Peter. And this is your host, Kyle. How you doing, Kyle? I'm pretty good. How are you, Peter? I'm feeling good. I, uh, I can take it. I did my taxes this morning. Got up early. Fun. Did, did you did use? That. Did you use TurboTax or whatever? I yeah, I used one of like the online services because I hadn't, yeah. I haven't done that before and uh, it was uh, it was good. Now, did you just have to do that because combination of freelance stuff and non-freelance stuff? I'm sure that was well. Fun. I mean, I gotta do taxes regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just figured doing <laughs> using something like that would be make it easier. Uh, to, yeah, that's that true. I mean, tax. it it did it did make it a little easier just because it organizes a lot of the stuff in a more intuitive way. And I don't have to fuck around with because I had uh, what was it four different W twos plus a bunch of other freelance miscellaneous stuff. So yeah, it was dang. It was a lot of so yeah. It, it, it was a bit easier doing it that way. Dang, that's intense. I would not want to be your accountant. Well, the the, the year before that was harder because. First of all, I did it on paper, and second of all, I moved states halfway through the year, so I had oh to so tax do rates. two 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 different state taxes plus the federal, and that was that was fun. Fun. That does sound fun. Well, hopefully, yeah. it'll be even easier next year. Yeah. All right. Well, this is no longer tax radio, listeners. Sorry to start out with an adult topic. <laughs> I was going to say that would be the most interesting podcast ever. Tax rate would be awful, <laughs> and they only do like one episode a year. Once a year, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, why don't we shuffle up our discussion a bit, Kyle? Oh, tie-in. Not really. That was kind of terrible. We kind of had a, an idea we wanted to talk about this week, based on the shuffle function of you know your iPod, um, iTunes, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever you're using. Uh, your phone even. I mean, basically, basically anything that you can listen to music on these days has a shuffle function, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, you know, first of all, you know, how often do people use shuffle and maybe the different reasons we do use it, maybe we don't use it. Um, but more importantly, how random is that shuffle? Because really the idea behind the shuffle function is that it randomizes your music. So that kind of reminded me of an article I'd read a number of years back. Uh, on cnet.com called iTunes, just how random is random. And basically this guy brings up the idea, you know, there's there, I guess at the time there was a conspiracy theory going around on the internet. Um, people were basically saying, you know, iTunes, you know, when it's shuffling music, it tends to favor certain artists over others or certain songs over others. And so the idea was that, well, maybe, you know, record labels, certain record labels are, paying uh, Apple, you know, money under the table so that it secretly uh, directs users to certain songs. Yeah, it it favors songs from those labels. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's it's favoring songs from certain labels so that you listen to that music more, you end up buying more music from that label so they get more money in the end Um, versus shuffling songs based on your own musical likings. Obviously, iTunes has denied those allegations, and I. This is a pretty long article, but he does actually run some tests 
uh, with random lists of artists and everything. And I, you know, he, he does come to some conclusions that, you know, it does tend to swing, you know, vaguely in the direction of artists from certain labels, but there is no like clear conclusion that, oh, you know, Sony music has the, the upper hand on your iTunes library or something like that. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I want to say, say we can more or less debunk that, but, you know, maybe it is happening. We just don't know. That's for you to decide, sure. listeners. I mean, it, it, it sort of makes sense. I mean, I don't use Shuffle very often, but the times I have used it, I've noticed certain artists popping up again and again more than others. Mm-hmm. And I, I could never figure out if it's, it was based on my own personal preferences, like, oh, I just happen to listen to that artist a lot, so it puts it a lot in my Shuffle, or if it's ones that are, you know, more popular as a whole, or I guess have more album sales as a whole. Mm-hmm. I always just attribute it to like, oh, I listen to those artists more, therefore, in its little algorithm, it plays those more because it's, it's like, oh, he likes those artists more, so let's play them more in the shuffle to make him happy. Yeah, and, and I think, um, and I, I guess we'll be using iTunes as one of the bigger examples in this discussion just because so many people use it and... A lot of people have, or at least had iPods. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're being phased out nowadays. Probably. Oh, I, phones. They're pre- they're pretty phased out. Yeah, I don't know anyone that has yeah. an iPod anymore. In my own experience, I I uh, I really don't use Shuffle basically almost ever. Um, really, the only case that I ever use it on a regular basis is with my Friday playlist that I've mentioned probably a year or two ago. Um, that's kind of been my personal ongoing mini project for the past few years um but you know so the the songs i have on that are randomized because they're from all different artists and everything so there's no real specific order that it goes into um other than that really i don't really use shuffle at all because if i'm listening to an album i want to listen to it in order and Mm -hmm. if i'm listening to one single artist i only want to listen to that that artist and usually that album not just like a mix of everything i have because, I mean, you know, th- there's there's a time and a place for shuffle, right? Because if you have a lot of different types of music or a lot of different, uh, you know, moods, you don't necessarily want a really slow, somber song and all of a sudden, you know, some high-paced hip-hop stuff. You know I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the only time I ever found myself using shuffle was in the car. and And even then, it was like, a shuffle based on a very curated music playlist that has, mm-hmm. as you said, a certain tempo or a certain feel to it. So I never did like a shuffle on like my entire yeah. song library. Yeah. And I'm sure there are people that do do that, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really my style, I guess. No, me neither. I tend to be very uh, album centric in my listening. Mm. Like if, if I want to listen to something, I'm going to listen to the album. I'm going to listen to the entire album in order. See, for me, I'm, I'm more art, artist-centric, but yeah. That makes sense. So, on, you know, on the theory that iTunes chooses, you know, certain artists or labels versus, you know, the songs that you like personally, do you have anything to say on that? I know you said that it tends to choose the things that you listen to more, and I've noticed that too. Do you know, do you think there could there could be some foul play there? I can see it play both ways, especially with the money to be had on, on on sites like iTunes or Spotify or what have you. I can see record companies paying a mm-hmm. bit more to have their songs more heavily promoted and maybe 
maybe in that promotion package, it's, you know, in the fine print, it says, oh, your songs will pop up 20% more in random shuffles kind of thing. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. they're paying money specifically just for that purpose, but I can see larger record labels when they pay to be promoted on these sites to have that be kind of included, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely a good point. And, you know, if if it's like you said, where, you know, it's only promoting them like 20% more than something else, in the grand scheme of things, that's not going to be very noticeable, if at all. Yeah, from the listener not, perspective. it's not noticeable to you, but it's noticeable to their pocketbook. Exactly, yeah. Because, you know, you... you you add, you add that listener times, you know, 500,000 listeners and they're paid, played 20% more than a competing label, then boom, more money, you know? Yeah, exactly. Now, let's put this theory aside for a second. Okay. Because we have another one um, in a minute, but I, I kind of want to shift, I guess, Shuffle to um, hey. the idea that Shuffle isn't entirely random and i think that's something that you know without a doubt anyone can say especially when you think about itunes favoring certain stuff over others even even if the theories are false and it's just choosing songs that you like more i think it's kind of a fact more or less that it does do that Mm -hmm. um so it's more algorithmic i guess you could say um yeah where it's there's it's more than just choose number one now choose number 26 now choose number six now choose number 98 Mm -hmm. you know it's it's more of okay go at random but also keep in mind that the listener likes a b and c exactly and tends to skip over songs by x y and z so maybe we'll play more of that so i i I think it's we you know we, we we say that shuffle is randomizing it but i think it's kind of randomizing with an asterisk yeah, I mean, it's it's been proven before that even outside of Shuffle, the concept of randomness as a whole, and even for something that you think is a, as, what's the word, inhumanistic as a computer, actually have problems being truly random because they do things based on uh, algorithms. And to be truly mm-hmm. random, you can't have an algorithm in that process. So from, like a, I guess, a mathematical standpoint it's almost impossible for a computer to be truly random. So in something like selecting music playlists, there's no way that it could not do it with some bias in mind, however minute that bias may be. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that's actually a pretty good uh, transition into another article that I found more recently. And this this one isn't on iTunes as much as it's about Spotify. Remember a minute, a couple minutes ago, I said, you know, put that other theory aside. So here's the second one I was mentioning. It's a similar thing, basically, you know, because the way Spotify works is that you can stream almost any music you can think of. Um, and then, you know, mm-hmm. if as you play any given song, that artist is going to get, you know, a fraction of a penny for every play. But, you know, if you're a really popular artist, then you're going to have millions of plays and that's going to end up in some kind of money. Um, the theory with Spotify people are saying that uh, if you have, you know, playlists of songs from different artists, it's going to tend to play more often the songs that will generate the most revenue versus what you may like more. Um, And Mm -hmm. especially with a platform that's completely based on generating revenue as you're playing the music, I can definitely see there could be some truth to that. Yeah. And I think you've, 
use Spotify a lot more than I have because I, I use I use it maybe once a week or so, but I don't use it extensively. I was going to say it's like my main source of music at this point. I have it set up at work and home, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I like Spotify, but it, it, the only thing that scares me is I have all this music saved on Spotify that I don't have in any other format, digital, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. LP. I don't have any other format to, with which to listen to that music except for Spotify. So God forbid when Spotify goes under, I lose <laughs> all that music. <laughs> So I've slowly been yeah. like with with artists that I'm more into that I've discovered through Spotify or whatever. I've slowly been like, okay, let me take the time, let me, you know, get their digital album one way or another, and just to have like my own copy, so that right. when Spotify bites the dust. I'm not like shit. I'm out of music now. <laughs> time exactly. to go back to my CDs. <laughs> and uh, I assume that you've made actually. I, I know for a fact that you've made at least a few different big playlists. Of oh, stuff, I have huge. I have Spotify. I'm just, sure you have several. Just um, my funk and soul playlist alone that we've been using since the days of college funk radio. I have mm. like 900 songs. Jeez. Uh, wow. Yeah, my my playlists are really weird. Like I don't have a lot, but they all have a fuckload of songs in them. <laughs> mm. um, but I mean, like, so I'm sure you probably randomize those, or I guess yeah. shuffle those. Is yeah, yeah, accurate to term. a degree. I notice a lot that when I shuffle, it plays songs that I added to my playlist more recently than ones that I added, say, two or three years ago. Mm. Now, again, I don't know if that's a perceived thing or if it's just like because if it's perceived because, I, oh, I recognize that song because I just added it, you know, mm-hmm. like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing, or if it's real, but... I tend to be like, hey, I added that song two weeks ago, and now it's in my shuffle playlist. How, how curious. Hmm. Actually, and I um, I do know that... I, I forgot about that. iTunes actually does do that as well. Um, oh. Because in the Friday playlist example I was giving before, uh, I added a number of songs to it recently, and when I was shuffling that playlist last week, I noticed that within like one drive, I would say like 75% of the songs that played were like the new ones I had added. See, that makes sense. I mean, and that's not super nefarious. That's just like, Hey, you added this. Let me, you know, make sure that I play this because you, you're obviously into it right now, you know? Right. And you don't necessarily want those songs to get buried for a long exactly. time under stuff that's been there for years. Exactly. So I can see them doing that. And that's not really a nefarious thing. That's just their logic of, Oh, this guy's into these songs right now. Let me make sure I play more of those because it'll make him happy because that's what he's listening to at the moment. So yeah, I mean that's like this basically just another factor in the algorithms of yeah. not only what you listen to more or what you skip more, but also you know what's been added more recently than others. Exactly. So there's a lot of different things going on now. And on Spotify, like I said, I don't really use it that much. I only listen to certain albums on there that I don't own otherwise. Um, I don't really have playlists of different stuff. So like in your playlist experience, have you ever noticed that it, it favors maybe more contemporary stuff or. Oh, you mean like contemporary artists as opposed to old artists? Maybe. Um, I'm, if no, they're trying to get more money. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I would say if anything, it does seem to feature artists that have more plays because on spotify mm. i'm sure you've noticed they 
next to any song they give like this is how many times it's been played and they definitely play songs that have plays in the millions more than they play songs that have plays in the you know tens Mm. of thousands super indie shit so i'm wondering if so i mean that almost adds some legitimacy to the claims then because that's basically saying because a song with more is millions of plays is obviously going to be perceived by anyone as popular as more popular as something that only has ten thousand plays. So if it's favoring stuff that's objectively more popular, is that a good thing? I mean I guess that's probably what most most people would want. Yeah, to a degree. I mean if you're like an indie music snob like me, then you're like, hey, give you know, give some plays to the little guy. Mm. Um and from a business standpoint, it's it's favoring the big players as opposed to the up and comers. You know that seems a little lopsided, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And we have discussed at length before um, the whole like money model of yeah, exactly of big artists versus little artists on Spotify. On Spotify. And, and um, I can see how this could contribute to the problem of because if you're an up and coming artist you're basically not making anything from Spotify. I mean, literally just pennies at most. Yeah, and exactly. if other stuff is already more popular and then Spotify is saying, hey, we're more likely to play stuff that's more popular, then it just contributes to the problem. Exactly. It's like um, it's, not helping, uh, it's not helping new players get in the game. It's just re, I don't know, re-upping on whatever's popular right now. I should yeah. do an experiment. I should do a playlist where it's like, 90% artists that are like have plays less than like say 50,000 and then I'll put in like mm. 10% that are like super popular and I should hit shuffle and see what happens. That'd be interesting actually. Maybe I'll mm. do that and report back to you. And talk to us next week about that. Yeah. Um so something I want to touch on for the second article I was talking about that was discussing the whole Spotify theories. Um you know the the argument people was having was well, you know, you're playing certain artists more than others probably because you know it generates more revenue for those maybe it's has to do with what we were saying with some stuff is more popular Mm -hmm. um spotify did deny that but actually kind of in response to the complaints that they were having about the randomness of the shuffle they actually release a new algorithm that is from a science or not we'll say scientific standpoint is actually is less random than it was before and this is kind of an interesting thing I want to touch on is that the way that we perceive randomness is different from what's technically random. If you have a playlist with a hundred different songs and 10 of those songs are from say earth, wind and fire. And then every, all the other songs are from different artists. Obviously 10% of that is going to be one artist. And so if it's truly random, there is a chance that it could play like five of those songs in a row. Mm-hmm. But that is not going to seem random, right? Yeah. To you as a listener, because you're saying, well, it's not randomizing. It's just playing all Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, it's like our our perception of random is playing a different artist every time. But as you say, yeah, if you have a list of artists and 10% of of that list is the same artist, to be truly random, you could could play all all of those artist songs in 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 a row. But that could still be random. Exactly. Yeah. So from a technical standpoint, that like I, like in the example I was giving is you know five songs in a row of the same artist that is yeah. random in that example. But we don't think it is. So I think that's sort of this, along the lines of what Spotify did is that they made sure that 
you know, every song that plays next is going to be either a different artist, um, different, even a different album, maybe different genre, mm-hmm. just making sure that it, it's more mindful of choosing something a lot different each time rather than being truly random. And I kind of found that interesting that we, that is interesting. we kind of, um, because there's so much to be said about like pattern recognition and stuff yeah. with us as people, like we, we tend to say, Hey, they're playing a lot of this genre, for example, when it may not even be trying to, it's just randomly doing it. I want to say we covered that subject in, uh, when I took a psychology class about the difference between difference and randomness difference being varying variance uh, from one, I guess, point to another whereas random is random is choosing a point separate from the points surrounding it i guess so Mm. you could end up with very very similar i guess points in a row that seem similar but because it's a random choice that could have randomly came up whereas Mm. difference is making sure that the point you choose each time is varied from from the uh, from what's next to it i guess in a in a say a statistics pool or whatever or a list of numbers i don't think you've ever mentioned this before i don't think we have talked about this because i've this was like the first time that i've ever heard of it that's pretty interesting it's just a i'm explaining it very poorly because i only got a b plus in psychology but it's (laughs) it's it's the psychological concept of i guess the way i could best put it if you have a list of numbers from 1 to 50, random is literally just randomly picking one number from 1 to 50. The one num- first number you pick could be 49, the second number could be 50. But with, yeah. when you do when you have variants, you have different variants, the number you pick each time, you specifically make sure that that number is far away mm-hmm. from the number you had before in order to create variance. To create the illusion that it's more random i guess exactly it's it's a combination of it's a, it's a statistics thing it's a little bit of a psychology thing i know we did cover it in psychology i never took statistics but hmm. I, that's actually really interesting that it, so it is an actual thing that yeah it's a psychological it's a psychological phenomenon mindset i guess where phenomenon thank you uh that people perceive patterns where there are none and truly random mm. does not seem does not seem random to people that's pretty interesting so yeah i mean spotify i guess they realized that people were having issues with that and so they chose an algorithm that was more based on variance or difference as you were saying versus mm-hmm. true randomness assuming that they weren't already screwing with us anyway so between itunes and spotify those are kind of you know the big players and i think music playing today probably spotify more now and iTunes more number of years ago. And if, if you go to Google, you type in like how random is my Spotify shuffle or how random is my iTunes shuffle. I mean, there's hundreds threads of people like either complaining or, you know, having theories about stuff. So the, it is a popular topic. And we just got around to it on episode 148. <laughs> is this 148? Yes, it is. Yay. I'm not behind. Anyway, so I guess that's kind of the extent of where we wanted to go with this, but hopefully that gets you listeners thinking about your own brains and the platforms that you use for music. Maybe yeah. it's not as random as you thought. Or maybe it is as yeah. random as you thought, but it's not random. 
So next time you get a lotto ticket, be sure to have truly random numbers and not numbers with differences. So you guess, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll throw those articles up on uh, on SoundCloud slash Facebook, Facebook. slash Get Your Funk. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if, so you, if you uh, exactly, and if you want to know where you can find those, um, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Get Your Funk. If you like us there, we would appreciate that because not only do you get to hear basically immediately when new episodes are up, but also you get other cool um, tidbits and music postings that we post. Also, fun facts today, I think it was this morning, I posted a fun fact about funk radio. Um, if you if you listen to, not including this episode, if you played all of our episodes back to back, the first 147 episodes, it would be it would take three and a half days for you to listen to it. Wow. So, Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I I would start the Funk Radio Challenge where you tell people to don't sleep for three and a half days just listening to us <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> and see if they go insane or not. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't recommend that. The Funk Radio Challenge yeah. would be terrible. Exactly. <laughs> they should, we should have that, but then like if someone can get through it, they like win a free car or something. No, they can be a guest on the show. There you go. <laughs> they come in the show, they're just completely babbling. <laughs> Alright, well thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in next time for more funky stuff. <laughs>